What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Holy Hustle. My name's Jalen. And my name's Zach. Here at The Holy Hustle, our goal is to provide real-life examples, our experiences, and provide practical steps to help you become a true disciple of Jesus in our world today. And just to do life together. So without further ado, make sure you guys hit the follow button, the like button, the subscribe button, and you come back every week for a new episode. Let's get right into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Holy Hustle. I'm Jalen. And I'm Zach. We're so happy to be here with you guys. This is episode seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. <laughs> seven days. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go off on a rant. Yeah. Uh, what's new, dude? Man, not much. Uh, just getting ready for Easter coming up here soon. I'm super excited for that. Oh. Um, Emily and I, we I took Howie to the dog park earlier today, and she was like, she texted me. She's like, our vacuum broke. And I was like, no. So I go That's home a and nightmare, dude. Yeah. And like we have carpet everywhere, which one carpet's kind of nasty. But anyway, all that to say, um, I get home and like my office room smells like smoke. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, oh, it started to smoke too. And the vacuum did? The vacuum started to smoke. Yeah. And I was like, did you <laughs> unplug it? And I looked over and she unplugged it. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so that's what I just got done doing, like literally oh just before this. Oh my goodness. So I took the vacuum apart to clean it, because vacuums are expensive, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you don't realize how much you need them until you need them. Yeah. And you, then, try, and, you try and go a week without a vacuum? Bro. You go to luck. someone's house and you know they don't have a vacuum, and you're like, there's dust in the carpet. That's so bad. <laughs> so gross. Not a, not a lot of times I think of like dog hair. Oh, like yeah. dog hair, dog hair in the carpet. But like think about all the other stuff too. Dude, you walk outside and then come inside and like you bring that junk in. Yeah. <laughs> so nasty. It's honestly so gross if you think about it. Well, How that's not you? that's not what I did today. What'd you do? I went and worked out. That's about it. Mm. Worked out, applied for like four different jobs. Um but yeah, that's it. I I actually hit 315 for two today on oh, bench. Yeah. Dang. So feeling big. Trying to get my chest up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've Other than that, though, I haven't done anything. Dude, have you ever seen the movie Hacksaw Ridge? No. Oh, yeah. With there's like Andrew many, Garfield. There's not Andrew Garfield's in that? Yeah. There's not a lot of words in it, right? Like they don't know. No, there is. Hacksaw Ridge, the one about the World War Two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. So it's the one about age or not agent, uh private DOS. Okay. The guy who's a medic, he goes, he's a Christian and he goes in, he enlists for the army and says he's not going to touch a rifle. Oh, I don't think I've seen this. Never movie. touches a rifle. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it then. You got to watch it. Okay. It's good though. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So good. It's literally, <laughs> I'll give you the base. So it's about a Christian who okay. enlists for the army, asks his girlfriend to marry him right before he enlists. Ooh. And basically he gets there, says, I'm not touching a rifle. Because God tells me not to bear yeah. a rifle. Yeah. yeah. And so he doesn't touch a rifle. And Dang. the rest, I'll let you figure it out. He sounds a lot more like a disciple than oh, a bro. Christian. Bro. <laughs> There's a difference. Just wait until you see it, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's yeah. so good. Me and Ashley were like crying at the end of it yesterday. Really? It's Dang. so good. Yeah. Uh, Emily and I watched... Uh, we don't watch, we haven't like watched The Chosen or anything like that, but mm -hmm. there's this TV show called The Chosen where they, I think they try I've to. I've heard like, of that. Yeah, they pick yeah. the life of Jesus. And I heard good things about it. I just like haven't seen it yet. But anyway, they're coming out with the same studios are coming out with uh, this movie about David, but it's like an animated film. Um, mm. And they got all these big time animators from Disney that put together like Moana and Big Hero 6 and all these like huge movies. And they're making this movie. 
Um, and it's gonna not coming out to like twenty twenty five. But we watched the trailer. I think I seen the trailer to that. Bro, it looks so good. Yeah. And like being in the word now a lot more, uh, in the last like couple of years of life. You just understand. And like it a lot registering more. Yeah. what the the subtle messages, it's just yeah. like, dude, this is so, so good. Yeah. Dude, have uh I need to go see Jesus Revolution. Have you seen that? I haven't even heard of that. It's a movie about I haven't it's apparently it's like really big right now. It just came okay. out probably a month ago. Okay. But it's about like the hippies back in what is that eighties? Yeah, probably something like 80s, that. Yeah. Um apparently a bunch of hippies became like believers, followers of Christ. Wow. And churches wouldn't let them in because they were hippies. Mm, yeah. It's bro. apparently it's really, really good. I want to see what's it called? Uh Jesus Revolution. Jesus Revolution. I'm gonna yeah. check that out. Yeah. I need to go see that. I need to go see John Wick Four. Yeah, I know John Wick Four. <laughs> we haven't even I heard seen some... three yet. Really? No, bro. Don't always spoil Oh it. my god. I gotta wait. You gotta go see Creed. I'm gonna go alone. Emily's not coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be in there boxing. <laughs> yeah. There's a video I seen on social media. It was like two guys standing at the front of the theater, like shadow boxing. <laughs> Dudes. Dudes, literally. Yeah. Um, well, we wanted to I know this is this is gonna be on April, I believe, for second, second or third when this releases. Yeah. Um, so we got Easter coming up, but we did want to mention one thing before we get into our message and get to talking about Easter. Um, we just want to let you guys know we are praying for um, the families out in Tennessee that you know suffered that tra- suffered from that tragedy. Um, man, heartbreaking. Yeah. Um- we thought about it, like, are we going to say something? Like, we have mm-hmm. a relatively small platform here right now, but I think words matter a lot. Um, and to say nothing is a disservice to Christ. Um, so what we will say is, like, we're just thinking about it a lot more and praying about it a lot more and, like, going to God and seeing, like, what the best course of action and, like, action and words is. Right. Um, but what we, what we do know is that, like, man, evil still exists, but so does Jesus. Yeah. And he died on the cross for a reason, and he's powerful. He overcomes death. He overcomes sin. Easter's just going to be like when you're listening to this, it'll be Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, man, come on. Get yeah. Up, go to church. Go to lunch with some people that are believers. Um, invite someone. Obviously, going to church, raising your hand, even reading your Bible, knowing your Bible isn't going to save you. We're actually talking about salvation today. We're super excited. Yeah. Um, but, man, uh, let's use this as a time not to divide and try to put one group against another, but instead find some common ground and unify yeah. um, because Satan wants to kill, steal and destroy. Mm-hmm. And Jesus's plan is for there to be nothing but goodness in the world. Yeah. So like, come on, man, let's very, very good. bring some goodness in yeah, the world. For yeah, sure. That's what we are. Disciples. We're not, we're not just Christians. We're mm-hmm. not just believers. We're doers of the word. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, God is good, man. Don't lose faith. Yeah. God's good. God, yeah. a good, something good's going to come out of this for um, sure. But yeah, we're praying, we're praying for him. We're praying for you guys. And uh, yeah, like, like Zach said, we're talking about, um, Easter salvation. We're talking about salvation today. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, so with, without further ado, I say we jump right in. Yeah. Um, our first question we had, it's so crazy, dude. We, we think so alike. Um, <laughs> the first question we had is the exact same. And it's, what does it actually mean to be saved? Mm-hmm. And I think that is such a, such a complex question and it can be answered really one or two ways. And what I have down is believe and trust in Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved. Mm-hmm. And to support that, have verse, or yeah, verse John 14, 6. And I got to pull up my notes here so I can um, read it real quick. Uh, John 14, 6. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. And that's what being saved is initially. I mean, 
being saved is saying, I'm going to put my faith in Jesus Christ and the fact that um, God sent him to die on the cross for my sins, be buried and raised again. When you put your faith in that, in that fact and knowing that that's true, um, I think that's when you have true salvation. Now, the rest of being a dis disciple of Jesus is a lot more than just raising your hand and saying, I believe in Jesus. It's, it's a lifestyle. Hand. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, I, yeah, the salvation is mm -hmm. like such a big thing. And I think as humans, we tend to overcomplicate things. And what we do oftentimes is like we try to pull the Bible apart and find what we want it to say to fit the bill. So oftentimes you ask someone like, you know, what does it mean to be saved? And it'll be like, you know, um, oh, we'll just look at John three sixteen. Mm. for God so loved the world that he gave his one only begotten son so that all who may, all that who believe in him will not perish, but instead have eternal life. Yep. Right. But it doesn't stop there. No, it's the whole book of John three, man. Um, and I think when we boil it down to such a small detail, like we really do a disservice to like Jesus's words. Um, so I don't usually do this, but I do want to read straight from my notes, a thought that I had, um, and bear with me if I fumble over words or whatever. Go for it. I just wrote, um, it's less about us and more about the world around us. That's, that is salvation. Uh, when we choose to commit our lives to Christ, it isn't about your ticket into heaven. It's about bringing heaven to earth and discipling others. There's a constant theme in the Bible from Genesis one, be fruitful and multiply Joshua. He took the promised land, but God said there's more land to conquer. And in Matthew 28, Jesus says, go make disciples of all nations. Now, for some of us, it'll take a while for that to click. But our hope is that in this episode, you would consult God and figure out what it means to be saved. And who are you saving? Can we save ourselves? No, it's only by God's mercy that we're saved. Just like Jalen said, mm -hmm. Ephesians 2. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, I might actually get my Bible out and read John 3. 16 through 20 real quick. Mm -hmm. So just bear with me. No, you're good. Um, I had that verse down too. Ephesians, Ephesians 2 8. Oh, I thought you just said that. Yeah. 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 Um, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. It's not your own doing. It's the gift of God. Yeah. So yeah, at, at his most simple terms, like what does it mean to be saved? Well, I think you might even have to ask the question first of like how, and we'll get there too, mm -hmm. but, um, it's only by the gift of God, but, uh, let's see. So John three sixteen, and then we'll go, um, all the way through 20. Um, so again, and Moses lifted up, I'm actually going to go back to verse 14, um, or sorry, verse 10. So Jesus replied to Nicodemus and Nicodemus is like a skeptic of Jesus. And he's mm -hmm. like, again, taking the word, trying to fit it and make it into what he wants right. it to say. But anyway, um, Jesus told him, you are a respected Jewish teacher. And yet you don't understand these things. I assure you, we tell you that we know and we have seen, or we tell you what we know and what we have seen, and yet you won't believe our testimony. So Jesus has told him, and Nicodemus just isn't registering. But if you don't believe me uh, when I tell, sorry, but if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe if I tell you about heavenly things? Two different realms, mm -hmm. right? No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake, I think that's in... What is that? Numbers, numbers, 20, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness to save the people of Israel as they were like continuing in their sin so that everyone who believes in him, oh, sorry, um, will be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life now. So we've got some context, right? Mm -hmm. Someone is questioning Jesus about salvation and what that means. And so he gives an example and he says, John three sixteen, for this is how God loved the world. He gave 
his one and only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. John 3, 16. But let's keep reading because mm-hmm. Jesus is not done talking. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world, so not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. He's not done talking, man. Keep reading. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. And who do or sorry, and all who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it, for fear their sins will be exposed. Right here. Listen to this. But those who do what is right come to the light, so others can see that what see that they are doing what God wants. So you see belief in John 3 16 mm-hmm. and transformation into doing in verse 21. Mm-hmm. Right? So salvation is a gift from Jesus. Yep. And when that comes, you start to see your world change. You start to see your life change. Yeah. Sorry. That was a long No, 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 no. That's good. really good. Yeah. No, 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 no. And I think that's a really important part to remember that it is a gift from God, mm-hmm. but at the same time, faith without works is dead. Yeah. And in the same breath too, once you decide that you're going to give your life to Jesus and you, you don't just, and nobody's just going to say, okay, I believe in Jesus and like, all right, I'm good now. Like, yeah. no, if you're, if you're saying that I'm going to believe in Jesus and I want to be saved, you're probably going to pursue a relationship with him. Yeah. As soon as that pursue starts, you're going to start to notice that you're changing and that's the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's not like I'm saved. Okay. I'm going to go right back to doing what I was doing. Right. No, I'm going to try and make a difference in my life as to how I was living. And I'm not going to live the same way I was. And once you mentally tell yourself that and put yourself through that process, yeah, that's on. when you start to see that your life is changing and it's not your own willpower. Yeah. It's not your own willpower at all. Some, obviously you've got your own willpower and a lot of the stuff you do, but let's be honest. God's got control almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because it's almost like we as humans are trees. We uproot from the world and go plant ourselves next to the river that mm-hmm. is Jesus. You know, he talks heavily about water, um, talks heavily about trees, talks heavily, he- heavenly or heavily about fruit. Um, and so, yeah, you know, salvation for a lot of people, for like, namely like an evangelical church. If you go to an evangelical church, then you had now at the end of the service, someone says, if you want to believe in Jesus, raise your hand and you're going to be saved. I'm not like, you know, that's, I think that's a really beautiful thing. It's a right. moment of physical, like, okay, I'm taking the first physical step in, uh, believing in Jesus. Um, Baptist baptism, obviously, um, our church is, uh, more evangelical mm-hmm. and we also baptize obviously, but we're a non-denominational Jesus preaching church, which is really cool. Um, but anyway, all that to say is like, uh, when you raise your hand, it's not raising your hand to have Jesus pay the bill. Yeah. It's raising the hand and being like, Hey Jesus, I want to walk with you too. Ooh, like, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and he says, all right, come on. So, so, you know, and it's Jesus. not for it's not for show either. No, that's what that's what I feel like a lot of people have to realize when yeah. when you get confronted with that opportunity to raise your hand, don't do it for show. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like me personally, when it happened to me, because I was baptized, and I'll talk about this more in the next question. But I was baptized, and then when I moved to Kansas City, found Hillsong at the time. Yeah, and I said the salvation prayer. But when it happened, I had no control of my body. Like. Yeah. Pastor Kyle offered me to raise up my hand or offered the crowd to raise up their hands. And I felt like I had no power. Like my hand just went up. <laughs> yeah. And that was God telling me like, Hey, yo, I'm picking lock you. in. Yeah. Lock yeah. in. 
And uh, sorry, I didn't mean to take you off your point, but no, that's exactly not with my point is like, Jesus doesn't say you can't follow me. Mm-hmm. He says, everyone, everyone, he says, go make disciples of all nations. Who did he cut out? What God do you follow? What person, what bunch of rocks do you mm-hmm. follow that has that power and that like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like that aura about so him. Good. Um, but yeah, uh, all that to say is like, man, Jesus came and he said a lot of things. He was a teacher and a rabbi first and foremost, but he was a savior and only through him. And yeah. it makes sense. It yeah. makes total sense because when you look at his life, you're like, well, shoot, if there's anybody in the course of history that can do it, it's definitely him. Oh yeah. Cause he's perfect. Right. And like we've said it before, there's people that maybe listen to this podcast or, you know, someone in your life who isn't a believer in Jesus. Um, or, you know, someone in your life who isn't a disciple of Jesus. I think, you know, not to like put levels to it, but, um, there's people that believe the demons believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good for you. Mm-hmm. And then there's followers, people who like uproot their life and like going, you know, I've heard it, pastor Liz said it, pastor Kyle said it. I was listening to a, a sermon today and they were talking about like, you know, when you, when you, um, in the ancient days, even it goes back to Greek and honestly, it kind of goes back to Moses and Joshua. Um, but anyway, like when you disciple under a person, you follow them so closely that you're covered in their dust. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a really beautiful picture for like what it looks like to follow Jesus. Um, and all of us disciple somebody or something. So like, whose dust do you want to be covered in? You know what I'm saying? Can they save you? Can that rock that you're praying to save you? No, bro, it's not going to do it. You know, can that, that person that whatever it is, save you? No, only Jesus can. Mm. Um, and when, whether you believe in Jesus or not to be the savior, like and you go read the book, it's really tough to deny the man of Jesus. Like, dude was all there. Real human, deal. All human, all God. But there's something about his words and his, his demeanor that is just like, yeah, it has to be him. The you way, know? the truth, and the life. Yeah, yeah. The only one. Another long rant. I'm sorry, bro. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I wasn't looking at my watch for you. It's, it vibrated. Oh, And so I was yeah. like, <laughs> he's, he's like, like he's like, Zach, you got time. You're on time, bro. <laughs> he put me on a words restriction. So good. So good. <laughs> no. no, Zach, before we started, was like, dude. If I'm doing anything, just let me know. I'm like, bro, you're preaching. You're good. So good. <laughs> God's um, good, man. The next question I had, and we touched on this a little bit, and I think we'll talk about this one for a little bit. Yeah. Um, when was the time you felt true salvation? And me personally, I think there's two um, things to that. There's spiritually and physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, spiritually was that time I raised my hand. I felt like I had no willpower, and my hand just went up. Um, and then... The, no, the other way was when I was baptized. And then one more way was watching Ashley get baptized. Ooh. Those three things um, alone spiritually had me on a completely different level. Mm-hmm. I was almost like on cloud nine, like had no control of my body. Just felt like God was, the Holy Spirit was just overwhelming my body. Oh, wow. And that was a time that I felt true salvation. Mm-hmm. And I would also say... Um, I feel that almost every day when I'm in my word, yeah. um, especially just being in God's presence, it's big. you feel being saved. You yeah. can feel that in your life. You can feel that you're changing. You can feel that, um, your relationship with God is growing. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's, that is salvation. Um, and then physically, physically, um, I think there's times in my life where God has literally saved me. Yeah. From whatever my calling is, whatever my purpose in life is, other than spreading the gospel and being a disciple of Jesus, mm-hmm. other than that, he has saved me from whatever it is that stopped me from my calling. Yeah. And, you know, for example, I'll tell one story about this was back in 
probably like three or four years ago. I went to a, uh, I went out, I was in Iowa, I went out to like a club or whatever mm-hmm. and came to a house with a couple of friends afterwards for like an after party type of thing. Anyway, we were playing um, Pong with water and uh, <laughs> the there, was some, was... there were some people there that sh- I should not, I, as soon as they walked in, I should have left. Yeah. And one guy got mad, pulled a gun and uh, it, nothing happened, but. Yeah, it was a moment where I looked back. I can look back at now, and man, God. I could have died. Like, yeah. there's moments in my life where I think back to like, that was God. Mm-hmm. Like, any other situation, anything could have happened out of that situation. Yeah, but God pulled me out of it, and I'm alive to this day because of Him. Like, that's not my own doing. I can't get myself out of that situation. Mm-hmm. There's no possible way. Yeah, and for me. That's a physical salvation that I can see God saving me from not mm. falling into my calling. Yeah, that's huge. When you were talking about that, it kind of made me think about like human nature mm. for some reason and how as much as we don't want to believe it, uh, I think there's a lot of goodness in humanity, but there's also like a lot of evil. Mm-hmm. So there's times in the world where like, you know, it's God because God overcomes like what's natural. You know what I'm saying? Especially for humans. One thing we know about humans is that like we like to take what's not ours and say that it's good. You know what I'm saying? From Adam and Eve all the way up until this very moment in time, mm-hmm. um, the shooting over the weekend, all this stuff. People try to take what they think is good for themselves and redefine good and evil for themselves and just all kinds of horrible things happen. And mm-hmm. humans, again, throughout the course of history are takers, takers of lives too. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So for God to step in and say, Human nature is to be murderous and, but also be good, be inconsistent ultimately. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to save you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it takes, it takes a lot to recognize that. Cause some people could write it off as like, Oh luck or the guy changed his mind or, Oh, he had some sense about him. And like, maybe, but like, where did that goodness come from? Right. If you came in with a gun, bro, your intentions are probably not yeah. the best. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and two, I think that's so important too. Cause like, you could be in a car crash and be on life support. Mm-hmm. And if you survive that and you don't think that's God. Yeah. You were what supposed is, to be dead. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are we doing, bro? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could, you know, I could walk outside right now, get smacked by a car and be in the hospital. I one, I got God. Okay. Yeah. And two, I know that if I survive that, there's no other explanation than God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you live and you don't get a go see God. Yeah, like what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What about you? True salvation. Like a time you felt spiritually, truly, like truly saved spiritually. Yeah. In the sense of like, like on the spiritual side, I would say. Yeah. It's tough because they almost like intermingle to go along with your point of being in the word. It's almost like if you've ever worked on a car or worked on something and you're like trying to get it to work and it flickers and flickers and you might get a big boom. And then it flickers and flickers. And then it's like, oh, okay. You know, I turn my car over and finally it's on and it's yeah, and we're good. Yeah. Kind of like that in my life is like, there were moments of like flickers, flickers, and then big booms. And then now as I get older and like start to learn from some people that are way smarter than me and start to like read the Bible like maturely and not for surface level, mm-hmm. it's starting to just be like, even kill always. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know this, like it, we talked about it before the podcast, but this aura of, you know, you go... You, you kind of sit in, a, in an environment and you become that environment. You know, you go and watch 
a John Wick movie, you go watch John Wick 4 and you get out and you're kind of in like action mode. Like you can feel it in your body, you know? You might go listen to like, or like go watch a race car movie and then yeah. you go and sit in your car and you're like, bro, I'm peeling this thing. You're in like your 2006 <laughs> Pontiac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, but yeah, just kind of like where you are, you become that a product of that mm-hmm. thing, your environment. Like we both grew up, you know, whatever. Um, but like when you're in the world, it just kind of becomes your environment. So you like carry that with you in the world meandering i'm pandering but all that to say is like a couple of big moments dude there's a lot but one that is like for some reason really sticking out to me right now is of course my wedding like seeing mm-hmm. emily come down the aisle it was just like confirmation that god is really good yeah like yeah that moment broke me bro like mm-hmm. i feel like that was a very humbling moment and it was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that was only a couple months like a yeah. year ago however long it's been now another one weirdly enough not weird but like when Alex and Kirill got married, mm-hmm. um, something about that moment too, because like those are our people, you know. Mm-hmm. But just being a part of that was like, like get, I, I had the pleasure of officiating their wedding, and it was like the most honorable thing I think I've ever had in my life. Right. Like that meant a lot to me, um, and it was because it was it felt like God was like using me to do something on earth that's going to turn into something really good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm just like, I get emotional when I just think about all these different moments. Cause I'm like, man, the salvation feels like God using you for goodness mm-hmm. and seeing it, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. cause again, it doesn't stop with you. It's not a one way ticket. It's like, right. keep going, go to heaven, come back, yeah. bring something with you, go to heaven, come back, bring something with you. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, I think those are some big ones. Yeah. For me. yeah. I had it. I forgot I had on here too. Um, in prayer. I feel saved. Oh boy. Yeah. In prayer. I feel saved. And without that communication and relationship with Jesus, I wouldn't be saved. Yeah. And I think Jesus puts it on display perfectly in, um, John 17, one through five. Mm-hmm. Let me read it. Um, I got pulled up and this is literally the prayer of Jesus. He says, after saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, father, the hour has come glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. So he's mm. speaking to God right now. For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one of you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the one only true God, mm-hmm. and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. And know means to have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Dying on the cross for our sins. Yeah. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. Mm. So he's calling to God saying, bring me back to you. Eden. Yes. Yes. He's saying, bring us back to Eden. Yes. That's, that's, yeah, wow. And that, I didn't realize, and this is in where? This is in uh, John. John. Yeah. Dude, I t- John is full of everything, yeah, yeah. bro. And it's crazy. I don't know the meaning behind all the gospels, but they all have like a specific audience. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was reading about it this week and I don't fully remember, but when I kind of frame my mind in that way, it's like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. I think each gospel speaks to everyone different for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the gospel of John feels like whole, like they all feel whole, but there's something about it that like, it's almost know, like everything is there. Yeah. Every little detail. Yeah. It speaks like to our, the way we speak mm-hmm. in a really beautiful way. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So in prayer, in prayer, I feel saved for sure too. Mm-hmm. And when you say saved, like, can you clarify? You mean so when I say saved, I mean like in the presence of um, God. In the presence of God, or so I have right here. Salvation equals gaining a relationship with God. Rescued. Rescued. Oh, okay. So, ooh, yeah. So I have so, this in my heart. Go, you go. Safe in His presence. Safe in His presence. 
So salvation is also, this is so true. And Jesus talks about it too in John three. Um, and this is kind of clicking in my head right now, but it's, it's also about saving us from the world that we're currently mm-hmm. in. It's not just, and like, that's written on my heart, but I don't think I've ever like spoken that out of my mouth necessarily. Dude, I literally have this in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's this concept of like, you're saved, you start doing di- things differently. You're at, you're different and you know, people are going to hate you for it. Okay. Consider it a joy, you know? Um, but yeah, you like have a different presence. I'm losing my thoughts here, but no, you have no, a no, you're good. You're a good. Different aura about you. So no, like, for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, bro. That, that in, in my opinion, that's what I think it is. I think it's being in his presence and again, gaining a relationship with him. So like, which is also understanding of like, yeah. why these terrible things happen mm-hmm. and why the good things happen too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's safe in his presence. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Because huh. there's obviously there's salvation of, you know, like we said, raising your hand, saying, I believe in Jesus Christ that died on the cross for our sins, so on and so forth. And then discipling him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And in my opinion, what that feels like is being safe in God's presence. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, because before, yeah. And I have here, before, and that's why I, I had this in my notes that you had mentioned. I said, salvation cannot be earned. Mm-hmm. It's a gift from God. And... The question was, are you thanking God for your salvation? And the reason I say that is because you need to be thanking him for saving you from <laughs> not only this world, but the life you were living. Yeah. And hell. Yeah. He's saving you from all kinds of stuff. Saving you from, bro, yeah. all the things that we've talked about, the world, the life you were living, hell, mm-hmm. death, yeah, everything that we've been talking about, like he is saving you. You're safe in his presence. Mm-hmm. Because, because before... We had worries. Mm-hmm. We had fears and doubts and questions, and we still have questions. Yeah. And we're human, so for like, sure. And so we worry laps. about stuff, and yeah, yeah. But like, when you choose to follow Jesus, like raise your hand or however you do it, and you start discipling Him, then things start to click. You start to see the world in a different way, and that almost leads to like a reaping of the fruits of the Spirit. Of course, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and also, what is that? Second Timothy one verse seven. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, of timidity, mm-hmm. or of fear and timidity, but one of power, love, and self-control. Yep. Again, so it's like reiterating this whole, like, when you come to my presence and you, like, you really feel that salvation, like, the afterlife changes, but so does today. Yeah. And so does tomorrow for your next generations. Like, everything, and that's also somewhere in uh, one of the Gospels, Jesus talks about how, like, you and your family. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, I'm saved, so now my dad gets to go to heaven too. And it's like... I don't know that's we're interpreting that the right way. I think yeah. what he's saying yeah. is you are being Jesus. So everything that falls from you falls from the same tree of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like the generations to come also get to reap those blessings because that is their presence. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're just born into the presence of God. You know? Yeah. They're a child of God. Yeah. And people yeah. go off the path and roll away. We see that, but yeah. Right. That's good. Huh? Yeah. That's very good. Um, Things what written on your heart that you never really said out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else did you have for questions? Um, actually, there was an idea. Or a like, point that you yeah. want to bring up. Like, I usually don't read straight from my notes, but I was thinking pretty deep about this one. Um, I had this point here that just says, <clears throat> salvation, and I might have already said this, to be honest with you. I'm not sure, but I'm just going to read it. Go for it. Um, but it says, salvation also saves us from the world we currently live in. When we choose to actually walk with Jesus, not just have the, the tab paid for us, we start to act and think differently. We start to meditate on the word. We pray a lot more. We get into community with fellow followers of Jesus. Followers. 
then we go into the world and see it a lot more clearly for what it is. A beautiful place that humanity has done a bang-up job of maintaining and gardening. We see these awful things in the news, and we aren't shocked because we see awful things in the world happen. But we also see justice come to the awful things, uh, and then a Savior is sent, and his name is Jesus. And then I just said, salvation is about bringing God's Holy Spirit to the world. Yes, we get into heaven, the greatest gift, oh, that goes without saying, but this whole what's in it for me version of Christianity is terrible. So mm. then what's in it for me is like, I'm saved, kick my feet up, I'm good now. Being a good person isn't, that's another thing. Being a good person isn't enough, man. Uh, preach the gospel, help save souls, share the Holy Spirit and the life of Jesus with others, or all we're going to see is more awfulness in the world. And honestly, we can put all the plans and systems and controls in a place, but ultimately we need some help. Mm. Like I wrote this before. Yeah. What just, what just happened this yeah. last week. Um, we can say this is what should happen. This is we should do this. We should put more control on blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Let's just sit back for a second and realize, like, dude, we need some help. Just like Israel did, we need some help. So God, come soon. <laughs> yeah, we're calling you. Yeah. Um, but I just said we need divine intervention. We need Jesus just now, just as ever, if not more. So when salvation stops with the hand up, mm -hmm. then the life of Jesus gets more and more watered down. Mm. Simple, you know. Um, but yeah, I just I wrote that up, and I just felt that's, like no, the that's need to really say good. Salvation is not a what's in it for me. Nothing is. Yeah, I mean, no. if you think about this, John three sixteen. Okay, let's let's analyze John three sixteen for a second. For God so loved the world, the place that hated him, that he gave. Mm -hmm. So God's giving, and while we're taking, you know what I'm saying? He's a giver. We are yeah. takers. Yeah. But when we start to like disciple under Jesus, then we become givers too. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing that's interesting in John three sixteen is that the word believe and translations. I'm not going to go into it, but it just says to put trust in with the implication that actions based on that trust would follow. So again, boil it down to John 3.16. Fine. Go do a word study on John 3.16 and you're going to see that actions follow. And I'm not saying your actions aren't going to save you. We know that. Mm -hmm. But man, something it's a lifestyle. Clicks. Something clicks. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I started smiling when you went through John 16, you were going to start analyzing and it was because something snapped in my mind. Mm. The gift of God. Yeah. Okay. God gives, we receive, we take, right? How selfish of it, how selfish would it be of us? Think about it. Me and you. Okay. We're best friends. Yeah. I give you a gift for your birthday mm -hmm. and you turn around my birthday. You don't give me anything. Yeah. Or I take your gift and put it in the closet. Never use it. Never use it. And it's awesome. Everyone would love it. You could <laughs> share it with the whole world. That's a word, bro. Yeah. yeah. But you <laughs> That's stick it in the closet. a word. And you're like, but this is for me. Like, I'm good. So I don't need to Oh, my else. gosh. It's an endless well of goodness. And God is like, dude, stop pulling it apart and stop trying to, like, find what you want. Dude, just sometimes it takes, like, an go. analogy like that. Just it does, to like, yeah. Jesus like, was think, like, think about it, bro. Like, God's given you the best thing in the world. Yeah. If you were to take it and never use it and hide it from everyone. Yeah. What are you doing? What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are we doing? Because Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations. Share the word. God's oh, that's word. so good. God's word. Don't boil it down. Don't pick out something that you like and use it as a weapon. No, no, no. Like, dude, just slow down. Yeah. Like, let's all take a breath. See what God is saying. Do a word study. You know ask some more mature believers, find some and like really decipher what he's saying or else you're going to end up with a golden calf mm. and you're going to get to heaven and you're going to stand in front of God and he's going to be like, 
what did you do? <laughs> Bro, speaking of golden calf, that that's another note that I had down. Yeah. Kind of related to that. He talks um, about it too. Talks about the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. First Peter uh, 1, 18 through 19 says, For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. Mm-hmm. Your life was empty yeah. before Jesus. Your life was... Can you attest to that? Your life oh. was empty before Jesus? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Everything I was doing in my life at the time. Yeah. Why? Why was I even doing it? Yeah, bro. Because I wanted to be famous, because I wanted to have money, because I had all these idols in the world that mean nothing at the end of the day. Yeah. And then he sends Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so you keep reading, it says, and it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. Yeah. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never loses value. Yeah. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. Nobody in the world has ever been perfect but who? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And we were talking about that too earlier, that John the Baptist was like... Close. Bro was squeaky clean. <laughs> yeah, he's he good, was clean, bro. bro. Yeah. And but, why? Why? Look at, John, look at John's attitude in verse... Uh, what is it? John 3, verse 30. He says... He must become greater, I must become less. Exactly. He must increase, I must de- decrease. How much more do we need to talk? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we all disciple something. So you're going to become what you disciple. If you don't think you, if you like what you are is a product of what you follow under. Mm-hmm. Like you can say, well, I'm a, I'm a huge uh, basketball fan. Right. But you don't watch basketball, but you are doing other things. Right. Like, right. no, you're not, you're not a, you're not a fan. You, you just know about it. It's like, it resonates with you, but that's not who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was kind of a horrible analogy. No, but. <laughs> no, no, that's perfect. But yeah, that makes complete sense too. Yeah. And so like John the Baptist, even when hit John the Baptist had disciples, like mm-hmm. discipleship goes way before Jesus time. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like we said it, um, there are people who followed all the judges of Israel. Yeah. All the, I mean, there's it's hundreds of examples of people yeah. who were disciples of other Kings and leaders. Mm-hmm. And then even outside of that, like, even outside of the word, I mean, I think you could go back, and I'm not a Greek philosopher, but there's like old Greek philosophy oh. people who like, uh, I don't can't even think of names, so I'm not going to misspeak. But anyway, <laughs> they like discipleship is an old yeah. is an old concept, um, and it's funny how we go from salvation to discipleship because mm-hmm. like it's a trigger. They are like yeah, hand in hand. It's like you know, boom boom. Yeah, that's kind of how it it's goes. like when you're saved. That that's what you're getting to is being a disciple of Jesus. Exactly. Yeah, um, and and yeah, it's just like. This whole idea of uh, flipping that switch in your head or Jesus, like, and again, only the Holy Spirit can flip that switch mm-hmm. in your head, you know? Um, oh, what did it say that actually? Uh, oh, I lost my note. It's okay. It's in there somewhere. It's in there, dude. I have a wait. I need to slow down. On my notes, <laughs> bro has bro. so many notes. <laughs> it's a mess in here. Um, it's a good thing, though. It's not a bad thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, all that to say is like, when you're going through and you're trying to figure out, slow down, take some time, absorb the word, let it become who you are. Um, and salvation can lead to discipleship. And then that's when like the ball starts rolling and you're like, man, life feels really good. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think too, honestly, bro, well, I think, I think we're doing a really good job of like doing this in kind of an order. It's weird how it, I mean, we are, we are intentional. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah. But we're like, very intentional, but yeah, it's crazy how it's like kind of worked up. So like all the things we've talked about, like they're all things that, people in the world are struggling with 
asking us, yeah, asking too. people, you know, as, as a Christian, you know, as a new believer, you know, what do I do? These are things that people have questions about, you know, relationships, community, churches, all the things that we've talked about so far in the last six episodes. I feel like these are, those are all really, really good starting points to see how you get to salvation and the next step after that is to become a disciple. And so maybe we'll talk about that next week, but it's just crazy to see how, you know, once you start surrounding yourself in a community, you have a good um, significant other in your life who is also basing their relationship off of Christ. Yeah. You find yourself a good church. Um, everything else we've talked about. Yeah. Once you start to do these things, it's almost like you're like, all right, now, now I gotta be saved. Right. Yeah. Like what's next? Yeah. And it's almost like, I don't even know how the order goes. Cause, cause the podcast, like we have, I feel like explained a lot of that stuff so far, mm-hmm. but it also is like the salvation is what triggered it. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't know this stuff before. Right. Yeah. I heard a lot of stuff. I heard a lot of pastors, a lot of, I read a lot of books, did a lot. Um, but it's kind of morbid to say probably like a little sad to say, but I remember when I was younger, like 18 to 22 ish, I, I just like, for whatever reason, could not see my life past 23, 25. Like I thought I was going to die young and I don't know why. I just like always had the feeling that like, I'm not going to be here for a long time. Um, but then it was around that like 22 to 23 age where God like hit the switch in my head and I was like, Oh, and maybe that was spiritual warfare too. Yeah. It could have been spiritual warfare and, and it could have, right? and it could have just been like God being like, or some people talk about like your prefrontal cortex, fine developing, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But like, it could also be God just saying like, now you're going to come alive at 23. Mm. I'm going to restore you to factory settings where you were supposed to be. Um, all that reading you did, all the sermons you listened to. Cool. That's awesome, man. But like until God breathes on you, like, I don't think we can absorb that salvation. Jesus talks about it in, in the book of John or in uh, John chapter three. Again, just go read John chapter three, Holy house of homework. Just go read the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> um, but the same breath that breathed life into this world created the trees, the birds, the animals, mm-hmm. the humans in the place of inhabitants and all that stuff. Like, that same breath has to come in you for you to be saved. It's yeah. not just like, well, I raised my hand and I, and I'm doing all these things like works aren't going to do it. There's no checklist that's going to save you. But like when God breathes on you and you like welcome that breath into your home, that is your soul. Like, dude, I'm telling you, life is going to change and you're going to stop worrying about stuff. And, uh, and the, the, the sad thing is like, you're going to be hated. Oh, There's yeah. some people that are going to, and I'm not saying like you're going to have haters. I'm saying like people are going to really dislike how you are and what you have to say. But you're like, dude, man, we talked about that before the podcast and it's just crazy. I was, uh, I'll bring up this example just because we're on the topic now, but, um, I was scrolling through TikTok and I told Zach this already, but I'll tell you guys. And it was like somebody screen recorded their phone as they were scrolling through TikTok. And it said, uh, they searched in the bar, like the search bar on TikTok, Muslim hate. And they searched it. Nothing came up. No videos, nothing. Buddhist, Buddhism hate. Nothing came up. Christianity hate, bruh. You could scroll for <laughs> days, days, bro. And I say that because one, as a Christian, like as a, actually as a disciple, like Zach said, um, you're going to have haters. But know this. Rejoice in the fact that the reason you are hated is because it says right here in the book that you will be hated for following Jesus. And that's honestly, it, when I think about it, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I enjoy, I, I don't like being hated obviously, but like I enjoy the fact that I'm different. Like 
you can curse me, say that I got bad morals, say that I'm an idiot for following God, and say that there's no proof of God, whatever you want to say. I got my faith in Jesus, bro. Yeah. Period. We got all of our dice on him. Hate on me all you want. Yeah. <laughs> and I was looking for I was looking for it in my Bible. And of course it was I I thumbed right past it because I was like, I think it's in John uh, 14. So I jumped to 14. It's in 15. But anyway, um, the world hates his disciples. It just says, this is the NIV. Um, if the world hates you, keep in mind, this is Jesus, by the mm -hmm. way. And when Jesus is reading, don't stop and be like, cool, I'm going to sit on this. Like, keep reading keep until going. that red, till it's not red anymore. Yeah, like, until, until that it's text. not <laughs> Whatever your text is, whatever, if it's red, if it's highlighted, whatever yeah. Jesus is talking, read until he's done talking. Yeah, yeah. Keep going until he's done um, with his point because, man, you'll mm -hmm. miss a lot. You'll miss a lot on the back end. Dude, that's... It'd be like, it'd be like stopping golf at the, after the ninth hole and being like, yeah, man. Bro, me and, I feel like me and you talk about this all the time. And I, I brought it up to Ashley the other day. Like, bro. Oh, it's because of the video I sent you. Remember the video? Which one? The one that reminds you of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, Jesus is a dog, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, yeah. I don't think people realize, like, he's him. Yeah. Like, if, the day oh. he comes back, bro, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be so, <laughs> like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. And and that's the thing is, like, we said it before, but, like, even if you're not a believer in him being our savior, uh -huh. dude, go read about the man. Ooh, he's tough to beat. He's tough. Tough to beat, like you know, but yeah, he'll change you. Bro. Go ahead, anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, um, so Jesus is talking, John 15, and uh, talking to disciples. He says, If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, <clears throat> it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why you, the, that is why the world hates you. Hates you. Remember what I told you a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will <clears throat> they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one for they do not know the one who sent me. He's talking about God. Mm -hmm. They don't know God. If I had not come and spoken to them, then they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Jesus came, he said, What sin? He kept it straight, bro. He was not beating around the bush. He kept it kept it a buck. Um, so whoever hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done, if I had not done among them, the works no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin as it is. They have seen, and yet they hated both me and my father, but this is also fulfilled when it was written in the law. They hated me without reason. So again, it's like a cascade. They hated Jesus because they hate God. And now they hate you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I don't mean that, that to like put you down, but also like, Think about the, and we're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into all the whatever, whatever, but like, think the about politics. the the politics, yeah. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. lame. Um, but think about the things that the world, both sides mm -hmm. say is good. You okay with that? Just sit on that for a second. If you're okay with certain things that are happening in our world right now, then yeah, man, maybe you should like really check, like check take a look spirit. in the mirror. Yeah. Take a look in the mirror. Go confront God, pray, wrestle with him, come to an understanding. Um, because, yeah, if the world is loving you, man, you might be, you might just be a follower of the world. You might be discipling the wrong person, man. 
Mm. Um, but yeah, not, not, not to like bring the mood down or anything, but I think it's important to say that, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying, to, and he's not saying too, people can't love you. Cause oh yeah. People are going to love yeah, you. People yeah. are going to love you. Yeah. hundred um, percent. Most people are going to love you, but like the real rough ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a question actually. Go ahead. Um, so like, why do I have to believe in Jesus? Doesn't being a good person, like, can I, can I be a good person and go to heaven? Mm-mm. Why not? Because you're not saved by your works, yeah. saved through faith, yeah, and by God's grace. Mm-hmm. Again, like I said earlier, it's I mean Ephesians two eight, you've been saved by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's not your own doing. Absolutely. Um, and and two, I think I think we've touched on it so much too. The fact that like Jesus was a real person, mm-hmm. and he did all of these things when he was alive, right? Yeah. If we just said we're good people and we're going to go to heaven, what was the point of Jesus dying on the cross? Yeah. Yeah. So like, no, I can't just say I can do good things because who, what's good to anyone? Yeah. You know, what you think is good may be different from what I think is good. Exactly. And what the person across the street thinks is good is going to be different from what I think is good. That's why being good is never going to get you to heaven. And... And the fact that, what was I about to say? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, bro. This oh, thoughts, it was, the thoughts bro. Um, anyway, good is different for everyone. Yeah. Um, by whose definition? You have no yeah, source by, of truth. Yeah. You have no foundation. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that we're searching for a reason to justify why Jesus had to die. Mm-hmm. But what it is is saying, like, to Jalen's point, your definition of good might be seeing your neighbor uh, got a wife mm-hmm. and she's cheating on him every day mm. and he goes to work and he, and she's cheating on him and your neighbor, and you're like, well, I'm going to stay out of this and this is good. And like, yeah. that's a super like web of things. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But the, the moral of the story is like, well, someone thinks it's good to say something to the neighbor and some people say it's not like my yeah. own business. So like, what's your source of truth? If you don't have a source of truth, then you can quickly jump between all this different stuff or, you know, whatever the case may be. But we as believers and like disciples of Jesus understand that it, it, if evil's plan is for there like to be no goodness in the world and God's plan is the opposite for there to be nothing but goodness in the world, then evil does not like life, mm. right? God created life and he said, this is good, you know, um, and evil is trying to overcome that. So something had to come in and, you know, evil has some made some ground in the world and we've seen some really bad things, but we've also seen some really beautiful things happen in the world. But if all that's going to happen, there's one plan of good, one plan of evil. um, Then what we have to recognize is like something had to come to pay and to cover over all that evilness. And that was exactly my point. I remember it now. Yeah. Um, Jesus' blood, the only thing that's good enough. Life is good. Yeah. His life is good enough to cover it. Yeah. And let's not forget what happened in Genesis? Yeah. Adam and Eve, okay? What'd they do? Took from the Sinned. Tree. Yeah. Which means everyone after, every single person in this world was born in what? Sin, yeah. Exactly. Nobody's good. Yeah. No matter what you think is good, obviously there's, you know, let's be, let's be real here. There's morals and principles that are good. And yeah. that's from God himself. That's yeah. what we've learned from the Bible. But we're born in sin. Nobody is good. Yeah. Nobody, not one single person other than Jesus mm-hmm. 
And that is why you can't just say you can do good things to go to heaven. Yeah. You can do good things, but that's not going to get you to heaven. Yeah. There was only one way you could happen, and it was because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a tough thing is like, you think about like, well, what about like, and this is again too deep, but like, what about an infant that died before and never mm-hmm. even had the chance at life? We're not sitting here being like, that infant was evil and it was a bad person. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. No, that's not what we're saying. But we're saying that God is so good and so merciful and just and like aware that he's like, dude, don't worry about it. And also that's another thing. We spend a lot of time worrying about, is that person saved? Is that person mm. saved? Is this person saved? Why? We're not the judge. We're playing too many games. Yeah, bro. yeah. Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations, not go judge the nations. Not go determine who gets to go into heaven. Not go around and gossip and be like, well, this guy's not saved for this reason. Mm. No, you can say he's not a believer because you can see their actions. Right. They're, they don't match up with the with a believer or with a follower of Christ. You might believe him, but so do so do the demons. Mm-hmm. Like you're no different. Yeah. Like start to follow him, you know. And that's like the salvation. It clicks. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. I actually want this now, you know? Mm-hmm. You start going after it. But all that to say is like, Man, God is good. He's just, he know he's a good decision maker, you know? Um, so trust in him and the salvation of like a lot of people in your life that you care about. Um, but yeah. I seen that on social media, that same, literally that same exact question. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a guy on TikTok who like answers a bunch of people's questions who are like non-believers mm-hmm. and he's a really smart guy, um, answers questions really well, I feel like. But basically someone asked, you know, what about the infants that die and never even get to speak or walk or, you know, they die before they even turn six months or whatever. Yeah. God knows what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Let's not forget that. Like he is the creator. He Mm -hmm. is the alpha, the omega. So whatever it is, whatever reason he did it, we don't know, but he did it for a reason. Like, yeah. And that's not even for us to like, like we, we wonder and like put thought into it. And I think Mm -hmm. it's cool to do that. It's like fun. But we can't put too much weight into that because, like, God's the judge at, when it's all said and done. And God is just. Go look at Exodus 34. You see the character of God. Never once has he missed, bro. He's, mm-hmm. like, spot on every mm-hmm. single time. Just like Jesus, spot on every time. Um, so, yeah, and I, and I think that, like, when we focus a lot on other people's salvation, we lose out on, like, being the transporters of heaven into earth, which is, like, our calling. You know, what am I supposed to do with my life, people ask. Go be a disciple of Jesus, you know, right. meditate on the word, go be a doer of the word too. And judge righteously too. Yeah. Yeah. Like don't, don't judge to bring someone down, but like judge righteously, like the same, the same way I would look at Zach and be like, Hey bro, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. The same way he would do the same thing for me. But like, mm-hmm. it's, judge, the same. it's, it's, it's different from saying, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah. Instead I'm like, Hey bro, you my guy. Yeah. And I got something I got to tell you. And and how do you adopt that like like mental and like emotional awareness? Mm-hmm. A reaping of the fruits of the spirit. Again, it's like that clicking in your head right. of like, oh, right. okay, it's starting to under, um, it's starting to roll for me. So that when you approach people, you can like approach them with grace the same way Jesus did, you know? Right. And we're flawed, we're humans. Um, but yeah, man, it's I love this talk. This bro, is salvation. A big one. Salvation's huge, bro. They, they're they're we, all they're all. We talk about this every week. Someone could clip us and be yeah. like, "It's huge. It's like, huge. Every it's time. huge, bro. This is a huge topic." Yeah, I hope we're not a bro podcast. A podcast, bro. bro. Yeah, <laughs> bro. No, salvation is big though, dude. It I is, mean, it's yeah. a, it's literally everything. It's we only talked about John three. Yeah, oh, dude, gosh. it goes so deep. And a little bit of Ephesians. We touched on Ephesians. And I know I I said too that like we're kind of doing this in order, but like don't think that you have to like 
do all the other things first before you get saved. Cause like this weekend, you know, when you go to church, hopefully mm-hmm. you go to church this weekend for Easter. Um, if you feel God pulling on your heart, man, raise that hand mm-hmm. and do it with meaning, do it with a purpose. Like say in that moment, like, you know what? My life, my old me is dead. Like yeah. I'm turning on a new and I'm going to live a completely different life from the way I was living before. Yeah. Like use, use this moment of moment in time to pivot your life from the lifestyle you were living and let the Holy spirit work through you. Yeah. Not through your own will. Cause your own will will only get you so far. Mm-hmm. You can will a lot of things in the world, but you need God's will. We talked about that in the last one about prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like don't pray for what you want in life. Yeah. A new Benz with 40s on it. Yeah. <laughs> be <laughs> yeah. nice, but be nice. Yeah. But is that God's can, will? Yeah. And you can will that yourself. Is it good? Is oh, it yeah. waste? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Where are we at on time? 56 minutes, something like that. Dude. I know. We fly, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, holy homework. Yeah. Holy homework. Should we hit him with it? In closing. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Um, so yeah, we're going to continue on with the holy homework. Uh, we got some good feedback from people. So also thank you. Uh, thank you everyone for reaching out and just, um, saying this is a good podcast. We just hope that it again, guides you to the Bible. Um, it guides you to prayer, guides you to joining a church and like discipling Jesus. Mm-hmm. If there's one thing that we are doing here is like, Hey, you know, take this mirror and we're pointing at Jesus and be like, Hey, yeah, it's just like John the Baptist, just like John the Baptist, let us decrease so that he can Mm -hmm. increase. So again, we're just trying to like, Oh, sorry. We're just (laughs) trying to like push you that way to Jesus. Um, but yeah, so Holy homework, I think is helpful. Um, yeah. So number one we have is to read John chapter three, the whole thing, not just John three 16. So that's not the whole gospel. There's more to it. The whole gospel is, the gospel of yeah. Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yeah. Let's start there. We'll talk about gospel later. Yeah, That's yeah, a big yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, read John chapter three, the whole thing. And then when you're reading John chapter three, do a word study. Um, we'll put some links to, or some uh, names to the websites that we like to use, but logos, Bible software, step Bible, Bible hub. Um, look for some sermons and commentary, just like meditate on this. Um, read different translations too. Sometimes different translations say different things. Um, but when I say do a word study, use that Bible or logos, highlight the word, click and do it. And you'll see the true meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, Whoa, was I wrong? Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know real. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's humbling. Um, second is pray and meditate on John or on God's word. So, you know, we talked about it, John three verse 30. Mm-hmm. Um, won't say it cause we want you to go read it, but as it relates to John chapter three and the entire life of Jesus, Pray for the the will of Yahweh to be done above all else. And then last but definitely not least is um, we're disciples, right? So create a heavenly a heavenly experience on earth. So go read Romans 10 and then also John 3 again. Um, and it just says, be the hands and feet of the will of God in your world. Uh, share a meal with someone, you know, do something. Jesus was big on sharing meals, community, mm-hmm. um, hospitality, all this stuff. So like go be the hands and feet of God. What does that look like? We can't tell you. Um, well, we could, but we want you to go read and figure it out for right, yourself. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's um, awesome. That's but yeah, awesome. and always, always, always consult God. Yeah. Constant prayer. Like, yeah. like ruthless prayer. Like you're never turning off that switch, never closing mm-hmm. that door. Um, yeah. And you'll start to see the world in a much more joyful way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Those are really good, really good points. And, you know, like you said, consult with God. Uh, make sure, you know, when you're in your prayer, that you're really lit, not just praying, but listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you're reading, make sure 
we'll have to talk about this. This will have to be an episode. Um, we already talked about the Bible itself, but maybe we talk about just reading and like interpreting. Yeah. Make sure you're using your references that he talked about, because if you read the Bible in your own context, you can be wrong. Yeah. And so I think it's really important to make sure you slow down when you're reading, really look at what God's trying to speak to you in through the word and um, meditate on it for sure. Yeah. I mean, like just real quick, if you think about it, we said it a second ago, I did a word study on John three sixteen through 20 mm-hmm. and I just pulled out some of the key words and like wrote down the meaning of what, it, what, like what it means, right? Yeah. What it means. Cause in English we hear the word believe and we just say like, yeah, yeah, I believe like that I to be true. Believe, yeah. And I don't even know how else to say it because that's just like, you know, believe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I trust that thing is true, mm-hmm. you know, but what the Greek word pistuo, and there's a Hebrew word too, that I'm not going to butcher, but basically both translations just say to put trust in with the implication that acts and actions based on that trust would follow. Mm. So it means also to follow. Yeah. So, you know, for all that, for all who believe, we just think, Oh, all I have to do is say, yeah, I believe mm-hmm. that to be true. And then your life's good. Yeah. And then my life is good. But the word that Jesus used is deeper than that. And the, and the Bible is full of that. Like mm-hmm. Emily and I are doing this class right now on like biblical word study. Mm-hmm. Humbling. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> going a lot slower these days. <laughs> oh, but yeah, anyway, that's perfect. Well, um, again, like we said, this is going to drop on, um, the, the Monday, Monday before, Easter. before Easter. So hopefully you guys get a good listen in, get your hearts ready for your Easter service. Um, again, share the podcast with somebody, send it to somebody. We're sorry we missed last Monday or this. Yeah. Last Monday when you guys hear this, this is a big one though. We had to think more. Yeah. We're not for rushing, sure. Man. We're for like, sure. yeah, we want to make sure we're doing everything with the right heart. We're letting God speak through us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, ultimately shining that mirror straight to Jesus and not ourselves. So, yeah. um, yeah, salvation, Dude, huge. We're not done talking about this one mm-hmm. either, but yeah, we'll come back to this. <laughs> A, a lot good of amount time. of times, for sure. I want to have someone on. We should have a guest. We should do that within the next two episodes or so. Yeah. Someone we'll, we'll have to go get like, another mic, but that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, also thank you everyone for sharing uh, so far. Get on Facebook and getting texts and stuff, and it's really cool to see. And again, like all the glory goes to God, and that's not just like something that I just say cliche. Like truly, from the bottom of our hearts, we're just trying to lead you to Jesus. And yeah. For sure. For sure. You want to if, do the, if we if we can do anything, what'd you say? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if we can do anything in this situation, it's give glory to God. So, Man, he's good. Um, yeah. Again, we thank you guys. Make sure you guys share the podcast with somebody. Um, get to church. Get to church this week. Find a church. It don't matter where it's at, where yeah. you're at. Go find a church in please. person. Yes, in person. Yeah. Um, and sing your heart out. Sing your heart out. <laughs> pray, pray your heart out too. Yeah. Um, but we love you guys. We appreciate y'all. Uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys follow on YouTube, uh, Spotify, and Apple. And we will see you guys in the next one. We love you guys and we're praying for you guys. Chose to me up. Now I'm testifying. Now your greatness, this a different love.